Well, hello there. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Cracker Classics, weekly podcast in which we take a classic movie, watch it, see if it sucks today. Hooray. Spoiler alert, a lot of them do. But that could be said about modern movies, too. Well, so, yeah, and, you know. It's all subjective. <laughs> this is our opinion. Yep. We've decided to go political this week. Ooh. 50s political. I mean, yeah, it's like sort of political. Portrayed it, under it, the Hayes Code, so you know. <laughs> Based on a play not written under the Hayes Code. Which is always fun. We are watching Inherit the Wind. Yep. Now, I've never seen the movie. No? I've seen the play performed. We watched the movie in one of my history classes. Oh. That's probably the last time I've seen it, but... You yeah. get to uh, debate evolution and what we want our children to know. Because for some reason that's still a fucking debate. <sighs> well, you know, parents have rights too. You have to present alternative theories that have no basis in reality. No evidence. Intelligent design! Because eyes are hard to make. I don't want my children learning. That's <laughs> <sighs> uh, weird. We're still having this debate. And this movie came out in the 50s. Yeah. And it's about a trial that took place in the t- 20s. 20s? Yeah. Pretty sure it's the 20s. Yeah. Because it's the Scopes Monkey Trial. Whee! So do we teach our kids Darwin in Tennessee? <laughs> It's Tennessee, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I I don't remember how this goes. I, I mean, I assume it's factual to the trial. I believe so. I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. If I remember, it's um, it's a drama, but it's amusing. Well. There's bits that can be amusing. Yeah, yeah. I think depending on your opinion of the <laughs> trial. <laughs> Fair. I'm sure some people would not find it amusing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This could be one of those movies where we just agree yep. entirely. <laughs> and it's a short podcast. But hey, Dick York. We have Dick York along with Spencer Tracy and Frederick March. Yep. Lawyers squaring off against each other in a big dick waving contest. One of whom was like a presidential most trials. Hopeful. Well, yeah. I can't remember if this was before or after William Jennings Bryant's presidential run. It was after. Was it? Okay. Because he ran like four times, and that oh, was God. like the turn of the century. <laughs> yeah. Uh... But he had opinions about this, I believe, at the time. Yeah. If I remember right. Not good opinions, I don't think. There's a reason he picked the side he did. Yeah. It was the gold side, wasn't it? <laughs> Isn't that his big thing, the gold standard? I don't remember. But he was would have been a televangelist if there was TV. He was essentially that. It's true. And then Spencer Tracy is Clarence Darrow, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Dick York is just the poor schmuck who thought evolution was kind of neat and wanted to show his students. Look at this cool thing that we've learned. Yeah. Oh, we're not supposed to learn that. <laughs> Well, sue me. Oh, you are? Shit. <laughs> uh, laws. Yay. I'm uh, cautiously optimistic about this movie. It should at yeah. least have good performances and a decent Those story are, to tell. Uh, fantastic performances, mm-hmm. if I recall correctly. I remember enjoying it. I don't remember too much. 
beyond the fact that despite their differing opinions, Clarence Darrow and uh, William Jennings Bryant were friends. But um, oh. yeah, I wonder if that was for political gain or not. I don't think so. It didn't work. <laughs> I, I, by all accounts that I'm familiar with, they I, they respected each other. And Back in the day when we could have respect for a difference of opinion. <sighs> yeah. Those were the days. Were they, though? I don't know. I didn't really live through them. Because it kind of allowed some terrible opinions to continue and flourish. Which got us to where we are today. Yeah. So we had a period of time where we respected each other's opinions for the sake of appearances keeping the because peace. that's what we were supposed to do to it was the nice thing to do even though we were lying to each other <laughs> and now the pretense is gone and we're just not going to do that anymore you're wrong full stop yep so should we see how wrong the other side is very very wrong okay We'll be back We're not with... going into this movie with preconceived notions <laughs> at all. And you can hear all about them in our intermission impressions, which we'll be getting to right after this. Yes, we shall return. I forgot they gave everyone pseudonyms. Williams Jen- Jennings Bryan is Matthew Harrison Brady, and Clarence Darrow is... Henry Drummond. Yeah. And it's Kate's, not Scopes. Right. But otherwise the exact same. Pretty much. Yeah. This is quite the uh, stirring, amusing, yet at times (laughs) ghastly movie. Yes. There's a lot. (laughs) Really good, though. Yes. Um... Oh, there's a lot. Um, <laughs> let's start with bias. <laughs> Can yes. we start there and branch out? Oh, absolutely. Because I'm not a lawyer, but I feel like the whole town is um, shooting themselves in the foot with their own bias. <laughs> prosecutor comes to town and they throw a parade they like declare a holiday and make him colonel in the state militia and all of this there's clearly no um well he's famous and he's on their side so yeah and they know they're right yep and and would they say god's right hand man is now here (laughs) yeah it's all bias yep it, it doesn't make it, it. Your case does not stand on that, and at least Drummond is trying to make that point of there's a lot of bias, yep. and, and uh, we can't have this sign that says "Read your Bible" over the steps of the courthouse, unless there's an equally large sign that says "Read your Darwin." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's very uh, satanic temple. Mm-hmm. You want the Ten Commandments? Cool. <laughs> Put up a Baphomet statue, too. But that's <laughs> how it should be under the law. Absolutely. Now, they, I didn't realize that this was a law in the books in Tennessee. Of yep. You cannot teach things to children that go against the word of God. It's kind of like the anti-critical race theory laws. Well, it still feels like a First Amendment violation. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? can't you teach your children other <laughs> religions? But wouldn't that go against the word of God? Yeah, pretty much. But I don't yeah, think yeah. your law is constitutional there, Tennessee. No. 
No, it isn't. Just putting that out there. Yeah. Thanks. But at least this trial will bring a lot of money into this small, <laughs> God-fearing town. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's really excited about that. Yep. Not to mention being able to sell Bibles in the town square. Well, there's a reason they call them Bibles. <laughs> I never thought of that before. I wish I could take credit for that. I stole that from a terrible TikTok preacher who sells Bibles for like a hundred bucks a pop on his website. It's ridiculous. Oh, He's one of those prosperity gospel assholes. But uh-huh. yeah, yeah. It's the reason they call them Bibles. And I'm like, the Gideons give them out for free, dude. But why is it spelled uh, B-I, Bible? Hmm. Because it goes both ways. Ah. Goddamn then. right. <laughs> I like Spencer Tracy in this a lot and how he's yes. so Clarence Darrow. Uh-huh. <laughs> where he admit, admits to ambiguity. Yeah. When it comes to the law and religion and everything. <laughs> he had one great line of uh, language is a poor enough means of communication. I think we should use all the words we've got. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's, he's just had a lot of profound nuggets of, yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with that information, but yeah, you're right. Yep. And that's uh, going to be a thing in the, this trial goes on, isn't it? We have a whole town of hard-lined people who know they are confident, overtly so, of what they know. Certainty always makes me suspicious. And now (laughs) uncertainty is going to come in. And Uh, what's that going to do to these people's brains? Well, you know, if they read their Bible, they'd understand that uncertainty is the whole fucking point. Yeah, have they read their Bible? God is the mystery. We cannot fathom the ways of God, and those who claim to are full of shit. It's in your goddamn Bible, people. Read it. But not in the beginning. <laughs> we really don't get far. No, no, no. in the beginning, we have two completely different tales of the creation of the earth, but people only look well, at the, oh, there was nothing, and God said, let there be light. And it was good. Yep. A couple chapters later, there's a completely different creation, origin, myth, thing. But people don't read that far. At least the preacher who tells you what's in the Bible didn't read that far. Oh, I'm sure he did, but he discarded it because if you don't have a certain message, Mm. nobody listens to you. If you're not telling the people what they already want to hear, it's hard to make it as a preacher. (sighs) Yeah, but... The preacher has a daughter who is not being a good daughter. Oh, no. She's thinking for herself instead of just (laughs) obeying the word of God. And her father. Yes. He's not honoring thy father. Yeah. 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 Which I know it's in the Bible. It's in there. But honor is not the same thing as obey. Mm -hmm. And you honor your parents. By thinking for yourself and living a good life. Being your true self. And not obeying unjust proclamations. Yeah. I believe that specific phrase is in the Bible. But this daughter is... Oh, she's so torn. And she's not exactly making sense. Because, of course, she's engaged to the monkey man. 
Yeah. That's what I've decided to call him because I forgot his <laughs> character's name. Um, Kate's. Kate's, yes. Kate's, that's right. Yes. <laughs> They're engaged and she's not going to leave him, but she wants him to drop it. Yep. And he's a man of conviction. He mm-hmm. can't. Because he knows that if he does, it's not going to be the same. I will not be the full me that you fell in love with. Yep. And she doesn't understand that because, well, her upbringing, things just sweep it under the rug. If if we ignore this part, we'll be happy. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So she's, I'm, I don't know about her. I feel bad for her. I like her. I mainly feel bad for her. Yeah. But then she is trying to inject herself in the situation in a very not, there's no solution in what she's bringing up. That's because she hasn't thought that far. True. She's Um, trying to make everybody happy. Yes. And in doing so is making no one happy. Exactly. Yeah. She is uncomfortable and just wants to get back to when she thought she was comfortable. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that that is gone. Well, you probably weren't comfortable then either, but you knew how to deal with it, I guess. Well, it hadn't been... The the discomfort hadn't been brought to focus. Yeah. It was there. As she says, her father has always been that way. It's true. But she was able to ignore it and is no longer able to ignore it. But just wants to be able to go back to when she could ignore it. Which is a reflection of everyone in this town. Yep. They, they, I'm sure, were aware of Darwin and his talk. Yep. But they were able to ignore it and go on as they have been forever until this came. Yep. <sighs> there is, we might say, all shine and no substance. Yes. Oh, that... That late night porch metaphor was just beautiful. Yeah, that whole conversation <laughs> there in the rocking chair is a. Yep. Uh, uh, I I really do, do love the depiction of these two men and. And that level of they are friends and they have a great respect for each other and a, and a long history. Yeah, and they finally reached a point where they disagree ideologically on something, and now you get to see a disagreement carried out in a. I want to say friendly manner, but a civil disagreement. Yes. And we'll see how long the civility lasts. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Until Mr. Bryant gets his Fifi's hurt. Um. (laughs) There was a line from his wife that I liked. Every man longs to be his brother's keeper. Yeah. It's almost like a toxic masculine thing. Absolutely. They want to be the protector. They want to be the provider. They want to be the important one. The one in charge who is... Yep. Yeah. And that can't work. It can on a small scale with a lot of um, exceptions made to conform to that one guy who wants to be the brother's keeper. (laughs) Ignoring everyone else who wants to be their brother's keeper. Yeah. It can't work ultimately yeah (laughs) but to call it out it is a thing that there is that desire to be that yeah should we be that no not god no should we have a a mindset of that 
That impulse is what's caused all the problems in human history. It, yes, but <laughs> there's I still, mean, <laughs> there's an intention behind that. Yeah, of just looking out for each other and taking care of each other. There's, That's different. Yeah. That's not being in charge right. of them. Fine line, I'm aware. <laughs> I'm just trying to mine out the the nuggets of goodness within all of the incendiary language and the oh, very, and out of the loudness and the shouting. Oh god. No, there is a noble sentiment behind it that can only exist ignoring certain realities. Well, yeah. Um, but that's religion. <laughs> that's the church. It's organized religion. Thank you. So, yeah. Important distinction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes. Because religion, the deeper you dig into it, the less comfortable you are in the position of your brother's keeper. That's true. If you actually practice it and not just regurgitate what's shouted at you from the pulpit. Which is what a lot of this is. It's what most organized religion is. Mm -hmm. But how does that play out in the courtroom? Shall we go find out? God, yeah, let's... I don't think I have any other points to make here, aside from that damn song. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, that old-time religion song is just... Oh, man. I don't even know what it means... What I'm supposed to get out of it, it's aside from... a classic hymn that basically says, the Bible was fine for the characters in the Bible, so it's cool. We're good. Yay! Nothing changes. Yeah. Ever. No. And if I... We don't grow, we don't learn, we don't evolve. And if I say the lines over and over again, you will be indoctrinated into it. Yes. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... You will believe it, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, God, that song. Yeah. How much more are we going to hear it? Good enough. Oh. It's oh. not good enough. We can be better. Mm. Please, dear God, let us be better. Yes. <sighs> we'll be back with a curtain call and... An old time religion. And honorary military rankings. Temporary, though they may be. (laughs) All right, Colonel Ian. I want to be a colonel, yes. (laughs) So we go from old time religion to glory, glory, hallelujah. The uh, legit original version, the uh, (laughs) not uh, changed to fit the current opinions of people <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, there is a bit of that <laughs> in, in here highlighting what does happen you yep, know you yep. have these quote originalists or whatever you want to call them so the dirt it says this the book of, we must take it literally word for word yeah. But I think this and it's gotta go the gotta change the words <laughs> just a bit to fit how I see it <laughs> and that was Brady on the stand. Oh, yeah. Ugh. This is a damn good movie. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, it riles up things in you. Yep. In the right way. It angries up the blood, mm-hmm. but, but properly. Not full, yeah, not on a irrational no. vengeance kind of way. <laughs> in a very thought-provoking, intellectual sort of way. 
And I, we're, we're left feeling no solution, which is legit. That's why I love that last exchange with Spencer Tracy and Gene Kelly. Mm-hmm. That was... Like, I liked the movie before that, but that just... Mm. Yeah. I kind of wanted to write down that whole conversation, but I, I don't write that <laughs> so fast. So much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it just highlights that complexity of the thinking man. Yep. He's calling him a hypocrite and a fraud because I guess you do believe in God. It's not as simple as that. I... And even Spencer Tracy gets called out on it because he goes to Gene Kelly and says, well, you're this and you don't really have anything, do you? He's like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> I at least have you. Yep. <laughs> you will defend my right to be lonely. Because that is who you are. Yep. That's the best part about Spencer Tracy and Clarence Darrow in real life. Yeah. I'm going to defend your right to do this. Yep. Because you are a thinking man. Absolutely. And the way that he was able to make that case, biblically speaking, was oh, that awesome. Was, yes. <laughs> it, you know, there's cases to be made about what is said in the Bible. There's a reason it is still around and as big a thing 2,000 years later. Yeah, some of it's because of corruption and war and unbiblical things <laughs> but it's use as a means of control and exactly creation but of civilization under the thumb if there wasn't something to what's in that book it would not have been able to hold its own and have that influence yeah and those is that the problem is the thinking man using it for the wrong <laughs> influence <laughs> well, those that wield it as a weapon misunderstand it like brady Yep. And that conversation with Rachel and Brady's wife. At first, I'm like, why do we need this conversation? Oh. Oh, that's why we need it. We have have this man, God, who may have put himself up there, may have been put up there by others. It's probably a little of both. A bit of both, for sure. But people are seeing that, no, he is just a human being. He's flawed. He makes mistakes like the rest of us. Yep. Now, that is a humbling human thing, but to Brady, it is (laughs) earth-shattering. Yes. I'm... Oh, there's so much to this movie about humanity and morals and our intellect. Yep. And we barely scratch the surface. We at least confine it to this point in time. Yes. And still leaving it very open for what it still means for us now. It's disturbingly relevant now. Mm-hmm. Um, that trial was almost 100 years ago. Yeah. Over. 1920. I was reading 1925. 25? Did I just... My thing just say the 20s and I misinterpreted? There's my human mistake. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But it, oh, I mean, we're seeing it today, a lot of this. And it's a step worse because there was that speech about how, well, and then you're going to ban books. And mm-hmm. you know, where where does it end, basically? And like, hey, look where we are today. That's how it always goes. They mm-hmm. can't. It's like that first they came for the whatever, and I didn't care because I wasn't one of those. And mm-hmm. 
then they came for me and there was no one left to speak for me and yeah you can't you can't let anyone be not allowed to be human yeah um it's immoral to not let humans be humans to put it in a yeah stark language yeah because there's a lot in here that to put it in black and white language is not right. <laughs> it does not feel <laughs> legit. <Good>. Or okay. Or uh, yeah, acceptable. <laughs> but somehow they were able to do that in here. I mean, as best they could with the yeah. limitations of language and whatnot. Yeah. There was at least a voice given to both sides. And even some sides in between. Yeah, yeah. Whole mess of gray. Yeah. Whole mess of gray. And her name is Rachel. Uh, yeah. She, she was the grayest. She was a great character. I, a little, I don't know. A little plain. Not, a little basic, but. Yeah. But she still had that arc. Yeah. One thing that does kind of bug me is the town priest vanishes in the second part. We do not see him again after his fiery pulpit speech he just doesn't come back and i don't really understand why he served his purpose to the narrative and we don't care anymore he was definitely a central character and then with the whole daughter thing that added another well rachel left him and he vanished i suppose he's he had no power anymore since he didn't have power over others he didn't have any power exactly so he became irrelevant Makes you think, don't it? Uh, <laughs> does that help the story here? Does that help the case trying to be made and the, the discussion sparked from it? A little bit. I suppose. I mean, he is replaced with Brady. He's not really, Bra- though. In a way, in that uh, prophet, man-god sort of viewpoint. Well, Brady was the prophet type. Yeah. And... The Reverend was the zealot type. True. There's a difference. The prophet presumes to speak for God. Mm-hmm. Whether or not they do is questionable. And the zealot uses the, quote, words of God as a weapon. And once that purpose was served, we didn't need him narratively anymore. I suppose his weapon was uh, decommissioned or what have you, and... Um, in a way. not necessarily. There was no need to to, to use it anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was decommissioned or if he finally saw <laughs> what the fuck he was doing. Maybe we don't see um, that though. No, that's kind of where I'm having issues. I see what you're saying. You you would like you would have liked a little more resolution there. You would have liked us to see something. Yeah. Just, he's conspicuous by his absence in the second part. I hadn't really thought about that, but you make a strong case. That's I a very good point. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how I feel about it, or if it makes a difference. Huh. Because you're at the, the zealot was kind of replaced by the prophet. Which is how it goes. Yeah. I mean, to <laughs> calling Brady a prophet is using... The words of the sheep, I feel. <laughs> um, well, I mean, they're the ones that did it. Yeah, they're the ones that made him the prophet. And that's mentioned in the movie. 
Um, when really he was just a flawed human like the rest of us. Yep. And no matter how loud you are, <laughs> it just uh, amplifies your flaws. Oh, what was the the quote that brought us the title of the movie? Um, he who brings disorder into his own house shall inherit the wind. I don't think it was disorder, but it was it something. Wasn't disorder. It was bringing something into the house. Yeah. In Proverbs. He that troubleth his own house troubleth. shall inherit the wind, and the fool shall be servant to the wise in heart. Yeah. And the trouble stemmed not from the teaching of Darwin, but from the banning of the teaching of Darwin. Ultimately, yes. Because if that law was not made a law, none of this would have happened. Nope. There would have still been some sort of fervor about it being taught in the class because of people's opinions and their religious outlook and whatever. Which is fine. Yeah. But they went so far as to make it a law. Yep. As I said in the first part, don't think it was a constitutional law. Nope. I think that's what ultimately was determined. I don't. Um, I know they appealed it, but I don't know what happened. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I mean, props to the judge. He did the best he could in that squicky situation. Yeah. Where ultimately, well, you were found guilty, but I'm only going to fine you, and it's only $100, which was a lot of money back then. And it's, you know, he's just trying to make it go away. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, he was found guilty and fined. $100 is roughly equivalent to $1,700 in 2022. That's enough. Uh, The verdict was overturned on a technicality. Oh. Interesting. Well could see a lot of technicalities in that case. Not that I'm a lawyer. I can't point out specifically technicalities, but there was seemed to be a lot of legal tiptoeing, at least portrayed in the movie. Yes. I did have one line I wrote down that I <laughs> I want to bring up. When Brady is interviewing the kid from the class, and he's saying how the Kate's said, well, we're descended from yeah, old yeah. world monkeys. Yeah. And he said, oh, we're not even descended from good old American monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. There's things to unpack in that line. <laughs> I mean, do you know where your ancestors came from? <laughs> oh, Lordy. It, it backs up his um, very fragile soapbox that he is on. Yeah. But it is all whipped up excitement over great words to get you to do stuff for this country. It's a lot of propaganda. Yeah. Both for the country and for the Lord. <sighs> that line for me just really proved his his ignorance bushes. <laughs> and how they're overgrown <laughs> and need to be pruned. <laughs> Time for the fire of the Lord to burn through that overgrown underbrush and cleanse us of our ignorance. I don't mm. know. Sorry. That was... <laughs> Let's not go bringing ignorance into religion. You need no, I'm certain... talking about cleansing us of our ignorance. Well, what's doing the cleansing? Religion? The fire of the Lord. Religion? No. The fire of the Lord. Oh. I see. <laughs> It is necessary, from time to time, for 
God to burn off some of his followers that are being stupid. To disorganize the organized religion, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, you don't get it. No, you don't. You're going to. Okay, fine. Here. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> some people in that town needed that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I hope. The, the effigy. Oh my god. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, oh. Bible still says thou shalt not kill, right? Does. Period. Full stop. That's it. Does. The, mm, well, there's Maybe elsewhere here. there's justifications for killing. The original term might have just been murder, or might be more close to murder, because there's also a lot of war that happens in the Bible at the behest of God. True. Um, Very true. There's serious discussion to be had, but most people aren't interested in that discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, They're still going to find a way to justify what they want to do under God. Well, yeah. They're not in it for God. They're in it for themselves. Using God. <laughs> for make... their own ends. I wonder how that makes God feel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know what it's like uh, to be used. It's not a good feeling. No, it's really not. Yeah. I, I highly recommend Most this definitely. movie. This might go kind of high on my list, even. I'm thinking so. There's still a lot to chew on. And mainly, you need to let people think for themselves. But before you do, support us on Patreon, because we need money. We need everyone to think for ourselves, but it doesn't mean we could pay for ourselves. Mm, so we'll take we some hint, some help with that. <laughs> hint, hint. Um, yeah, uh, if you want to tell us what you think, shoot us an email, crackerclassics at gmail.com. We will continue the discussion if you so choose. Absolutely. Yes. Hit up our website to see where we actually end up ranking this film. Mm-hmm. Crackerclassics.com. And prune those ignorance bushes. Oh, God. They're getting so over. Not just cosmetically. (laughs) You know. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Bye.